Hey guys, it's Tree Talks with Taylor and Lindsay. I'm Taylor. And I'm Lindsay. (laughs) And uh, so today we have big things to talk about. Um, It's going to be a great show. We are definitely going to start this off kind of more fun and... Not that this won't be fun. It's going to be fun always. All the way through. Always. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start off by doing something a little different. Uh, we're going to smoke this joint of Bubba Kush here. And we're going to check it out against some of these online marijuana apps. Yeah. That kind of tell you what's expected as you're smoking them. You know, this is euphoric. They really this generalize, I feel. That's yes, how I they like do. They, I like to describe it as a generalization. Like they'll take a strain such as Bubba Kush, which is a fairly common strain and you know, everyone's grown it and everyone's tried it and everyone's gonna grow it a little different. Mm-hmm. It's gonna kind of vary in effects from time to time, but you can always trust these apps to give you a broad, maybe, idea. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't hold them to truth. Like, or not to truth, but you can't just assume that every Bubba Kush you ever smoke is going to be exactly... It's true. Like this app's telling you. They're all different. We were even just looking up to find out information to find this one, and we had to click on three Bubba Cushes until something actually gave us information about it. And then this one seems very specific, but it's still worth it. And I'm going to spark this up right now, and you should read that description. I will. So, our infor- on our informational website, the product details for Bubba Kusher as follows. It emerged with what are to- rumored to be California roots just after 1996, when an OG Kush hybrid pollinated an unknown indica strain. Supposedly, this mother was a northern lights obtained in New Orleans. However, today, Bubba Kush remains genetically ambiguous. Bubba Kush has an earthy, sweet, pungent aroma with sweet hash flavors and the subtle notes of coffee and chocolate. Bubba Kush is a perfect strain for relaxation due to its tranquilizing effects with a very happy and euphoric high. Well, that sounds like we're going to have a good evening tonight, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I can definitely, I, I, it is a joint and I feel like flavors are not, they're fairly true. Isn't it full flower? It is full flower. It smells full flower. It tastes pretty. It tastes pretty on point with that description, if I had to say so. But I'm just gonna say that, like, I think sometimes the bud itself, the actual bud itself, when you load it in a bowl, when you rip it up yourself, when it's not already finely ground, because they do finely ground grind it, and I find that that still makes a difference. Totally. It may not be shake and trim. Well, even. One of the craziest things I, one of my favorite things I used to do actually, I've been a medical patient for about seven years. We're actually going to talk about our views on cannabis in a little bit. This is going to be a very cannabis related episode of Tree Talks, but um, 
we, oh, one of the best things ever was going into medical dispensaries where they could just open up a huge tub of just like ounces and ounces and they pop the top off and you just smelled it and you could, there's like, smell this one, smell this one. And the days of that are all gone now. The days yeah, of that are and all gone. It's crazy to me that the days of smell jars are even gone, mm-hmm. come and gone so fast. Like they became such mm-hmm. a hassle because you can't build your own smell jar, which I find to be so silly. And then Weird. the return process on smell jars is a nightmare. Because they just like put a gram in it. They, they just, just like, put, put like their most it. beautiful fatty nug in this little jar. Sometimes they're pepper jars or, you know, they use whatever. Some of them are really fancy with that little magnifier, which was mm. kind of fun. And I liked, yeah. You know, cool for the customer, and they felt like they could get a little closer to the nugs they were about to buy, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's important sometimes, most of the time. I think that's really important. Uh, it's very much lost on this. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> happens when it's regulated by the state. That is, I know, right? <laughs> So, with well, that, that being said... With that being said, so, um, as I just said, I have been a medical patient for about seven years. I actually have a ruptured disc in my back, um, and I have a bunch of nerve damage from that because it happened um, by my cauda equina, and so pretty much for seven years, I can't feel my toes, I have back pain, like, every... I have probably, like, five or six days a month when, like, I can't even get out of bed. <laughs> and I actually, for probably, like, a year, I just dealt with it. And, like, those people who say it's easy to get prescriptions for painkillers are doing something wrong or right, I guess. Because it has been so hard <laughs> for me over the years to get, like, anything that actually <clears throat> worked for... Um, my back pain, even just like sleeping and getting up in the morning sometimes. And I actually, I lived in Oregon at the time and someone was like, Hey, you should go get your, uh, medical cannabis card because they, oh, because it actually works. They actually have this whole, they have topicals, all sorts of stuff. So I went and I actually had a super informative doctor who was really into using cannabis as medicine and he gave me a ton of great information to use. And when you go <clears throat> go to go into the medical stores in Oregon, they would legitimately be like, what do you need? I'm gonna, let me get this for you. Let me get this for you. Smell this, smell this. And then, um, it legitimately worked. I told you, I was telling you just recently with the topicals that sometimes, like, you just have a little bit of back pain, you, like, rub a little bit of topical on, and it just, like, magically goes away, whatever happens. I've been having that with, um, my coworker's self, her homemade self. Mm. My shoulder's been giving me issues every night, and I've been using that, and mm-hmm. I actually didn't expect it to do much. Yeah. But it really did. Even with everything I know and am learning currently about cannabis, I didn't expect Mm -hmm. it to 
um, to really do a whole lot for me, and it really helped me sleep through the night. I woke up in the morning. My shoulder didn't feel like it had been popped out of place overnight. Like, it Mm -hmm. was wild. Mm -hmm. No, and it's just like... Just a little, like, people put just a cooking in coconut oil and, like, give you that coconut <laughs> oil as a salve and, like, that even works, <laughs> if you, if you ask me. I, <coughs> I'm sorry for coughing. Oh, I was actually going to say, also, you should probably move your water just because that's right by here. <laughs> but I, like, moved my water over here because I was like, oh, wow, I bet my phone is going to I didn't hear even me. think about that. Doing that, I was actually thinking it might have heard us flicking this joint and stuff. Also, <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. But whatever, we're still figuring this stuff out, right? We know how to edit this. <laughs> uh, maybe not yet, but maybe we'll figure it out. We'll figure I got it people. Out. I got people. <laughs> that's right. why I specifically said that loud because that was going to be a funny conversation <laughs> that we didn't think about. Well, we're. St- <coughs> We've got this. Yeah, no, we've got right. this. Um, back to the medical. Back to the medical thing. <laughs> and so, um, I actually really, at about that time, I actually got really into eating edibles, too, which is still my <laughs> preferred method of consumption, probably, and I still consider myself a lightweight. Um, but then I moved from Oregon to Washington. I had my medical card in Oregon for probably like three years and then I moved up here to Washington and I went and got my medical card and I knew more about weed than my doctor did. And I was legitimately asking him questions because I was not familiar as familiar with the industry up here. And even, I I know I've told you things, like in Oregon, there's some things that are, some products that were very prolific down there that just don't exist up here. Or like only one or two people do it, but they were like everywhere in Oregon. Um, But but so I went to this, I went to this doctor, and this doctor didn't know anything. I paid him and he wrote me a prescription. But then I could still go to these medical stores, right? Which, like, I understand testing-wise it wasn't regulated. I feel no way at all about that. I think it's fine. I think it was fine. And it never made me nervous about trying any of that. I, I'm a food, I'm a food scientist. The so things don't really scare me. And... But the people were very knowledgeable here. Like, the bud... You find your store, right? And I found my store. I found knowledgeable bud tenders. You end up making friends with them. And then they did away with medical. And now they brought it back in the 502 stores thing. And And I just feel like it's not the same at all. It's just as much of a nightmare to us as it is to you guys, you know? And... It's such an unfortunate and horrible thing that they did, but unfortunately, that's why I voted no. Totally. I didn't think that it was going to end up well in the hands of the state or in the hands of the government or Mm -hmm. whatever. It's only growing from here, so Mm -hmm. let's start really good. And so far, I think this industry is on such rocky feet. I don't understand, you know. And everyone's out for one another, and... Mm-hmm. I think it'll there's, be... There's so many things that can be right, and there's so many things that 
I know. Well, and there's, well, even with, you know, performing studies and finding out what these things actually do, like, there's a right way to go about this and a wrong way to go about this. And then there's, like, (coughs) so that's okay. For example, like, this state really started off promoting, like, small businesses. And they wanted, like, a lot of small businesses to have boutique grows and everybody is doing this and everybody's making money. And they just had, I don't know how many, I'm making up these numbers, there were like 700 applicants that can do this. But then like, Ohio's trying to pass this bill. Ohio has like Johnson & Johnson down in Cincinnati, they have the Cleveland Clinic, which I don't know if they'd get into this, but, um, get the whole cannabis thing, I don't know how some people feel, but there are some legitimately like large businesses in the Midwest that it would behoove them to be able to start researching these things. And, like, I say Johnson Johnson because they're a pretty big pharmaceutical and, like, nutraceutical company. But, so, Ohio's also been trying to legalize cannabis for the last couple of years. I'm from Ohio, so I kind of keep tabs on <laughs> and all that stuff. Still got family and stuff out there. And, um, so they, they tried to pass this law... Where they only allowed, were only allowing like five grows, and they were just massive. I remember Nick Lachey, Nick Lachey from Ninety Eight Degrees. Yeah, yeah, I remember like when back in the day, and um, it was like two years ago. It hasn't passed yet. Weed is not legal in Ohio. I don't even think it's medically legal in Ohio, but. Um, but I also think that, like, only having five grows and only allowing, like, Johnson & Johnson and whatever to Nick Lachey um, to have these grows, I also don't think that, like, that's appropriate. Yeah. And I almost think California, I think something weird is going to happen in California, like, there's going to be too much or something. I think the drink just went out. I got this. Um, <coughs> yeah. But it's interesting to see how, like, it's all so different. Like, nobody's found a way yet that has been, like, compl- I wouldn't even say completely successful, but, like, mostly successful. Like, everyone's still scrambling. We, yeah. It's been legal in the state for, what, like, six years, and, like, no one still knows what's going on. And, like, it's been legal in Oregon, and, like, nobody knows what's going on. And even, like, with the actual product... Well, right. it's changing every day. Everything every changes day. in the industry and every day. Rules change. To- and like you learn, farms change. We just had we just had a company just completely up and bail, and Kayla made an order like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I should name names of the company, so I can always no. disclose that later. But like, yeah. it was I've never heard that. I mean. No, I'm just sure like it's happening. Business and I've actually this market. It's gonna happen in this market. I it feel was like, like some kind of trade or something. Going. They like, they're like working with another company. Oh. Or I don't know. Something really weird happened. There's a lot. Of but really the fact that Kayla like just placed an order was really weird and too. And all of a sudden, because it's like okay, either A, you knew this was happening and didn't say anything and still accepted an order, or B, you. Have no idea. Just like had something on. sprung on you and mm-hmm. something weird's happening. Well then like really did you make uh, an order with a P on or did you make you know 
I mean, that's, like, a wrong term to use, but, you know, <laughs> like, did you call, like, a guy <coughs> who, like, packages grams is, like, picking up the phone to take your order, and, like, they're not gonna tell him who, like, that they're about to sell the company, but if you call the vice president, he might be like, oh. hold on a minute, like, yeah. we'll get back to you in a week. I don't know, who knows, that would be a good excuse. Yeah, I know. I guess. That's what, I don't know how it went. But... I mean, we should go back to elaborating, though, on oh, yeah. this medical, how they kind of took that away. Oh, my God, that was And terrible. how we are very oh, poorly supplementing for that now. Mm-hmm. Very poorly um, supplementing. And I only say very poorly because, like, I think it's awesome that we get to discuss with these people about the... Like, wonderful benefits of CBDs and how well they work with THC and, like, it's so much opportunity to educate people while I'm still learning, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, but it's fun. It makes it fun. It makes it exciting, you know, Mm -hmm. the more we can research this. But now, unfortunately, this is where my issue lies, is the lack of research and the lack of caring about the research that they get. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm finding through this medical training is that they're doing all these tests based off synthetic cannabinoids, Mm -hmm. synthetic cannabinoids, Mm -hmm. due to the fact that it's federally illegal, so technically it's still Schedule 1, so they can't research it. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? It makes... It's... So... It doesn't make any sense. On that same exact note, there's even things. So I'm going to say something about the synthetic cannabinoids in one moment because they're terrible for you. But first, I'd like to preface that with they. Okay. Two things. Sorry. (laughs) One. So just recently, the Veterans Affairs... um, people said that they were down with the use of cannabis for PTSD, but they don't want their doctors prescribing it, um, and they are not going to supply it to the veterans. So they were like, if you want to go outside of this whole operation and like get cannabis, we're going to look the other way. But it turns out in that exact same bill where that happened, it was also found out that there was... They specifically made funding in it for the, for using, I don't know how, I don't know how much money it it was, but to research cannabis as PTSD and the head of the Veteran Affairs Committee was like, yeah, we don't want to do that. And so even like, there's like such conflicting things with that, with the government, because like, these veterans could... This is anecdotally works for PTSD. Like, so many... Yeah. It's, like, rampant for that. As exactly. In, not just veterans, like, anyone who has PTSD anyone, for any of their various of reasons. It is. That's, it doesn't for need to be anything, reasons. like, traumatizing people. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. And even on that same note, like, what works for this guy with PTSD might not work for this guy with PTSD. Exactly. And... Exactly. Um... Oh, so that was really whack. Oh my gosh. 
catch one else. This could really flower quickly. Oh, I'm just like I know. I was gonna go. I was gonna mention the end of the endocannabinoid. That's where I was gonna go next. Because talk about okay, then let's is a good touch subject to touch on. Yeah, because it's a it's it's heavy. (laughs) Yeah. It's heavy. We were having, we were planning this show earlier, and we were like, oh man, this could, some of these topics could be like whole different episodes, like this endocannabinoid system that we're gonna brief you with. Yeah, so, (coughs) (laughs) endocannabinoid system, (laughs) these words, man. So the Bubba Kush is working. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty euphoric. It's great. Um, so don't mind me. I sounded so much better earlier when we were discussing the t- the we're topics okay. we wanted to touch on. Okay. So okay. the whole reason why you like get high when you smoke THC is because. All animals and plants have had these systems inside of them called the endocannabinoid system. And I have a really, I could probably talk about this for a really long time from like a physiological perspective. And that was why we were saying maybe we should rock your guys' world with that another day. <clears throat> but but um, we like can at shorter least touch note. On it. Yeah, so pretty much what it is is it's like all the signals that go through your body. Um, nerves. Yeah, your like nerve synapses. Like everyone's seen the Zoloft commercials. Yeah. That where you see like the two, you know, there's like a Y and a ball. There's too many Ys or not enough Ys and they can't get over because it's the receptors. And that's the best thing. But and that's all regulated by your endocannabinoid system. And then CBDs, which people don't know a lot about, are really amazing in so many different ways. But I think what people also don't realize is that with THC, paired with THC, I always say they're holding hands because <clears throat> they the THC opens up those receptors for the CBDs to, like, take action, mm-hmm. essentially, and work to calm your nerves or re- relieve your joints or your aches or whatever. And, I mean, maybe I can't make these big of claims. No, you're totally right. I'm not supposed to ask make these you. huge of claims. You're not making but. claims. We're just... I. I also base most of what I know on on personal experience or people that I know. I have been in this industry a long time. I've heard many stories, and there are so many different reasons people are using this. There are different ways people are taking this, and there's so many different people using it. I have a legitimate question. For yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know how up-to-date your training is, but they, to prove your point, too, they recently did this study about using cannabis for migraines. Israel, 
crazy good on the cannabis studies. Yes. They you brought know, in Israel studies. Do you ever, do you get IACM alerts? It's the International Association for Cannabis as Medicine. Mm-hmm. They like send like study they only do it maybe like once a month or like once every couple of weeks. Uh-huh. But they compile like all the studies that have anything to do with like endocannabinoid receptors. Um oh, wow. And even from there, from like, oh, this was this research on like the CB1 and CB2 receptor to like, they did this migraine study. That's what I'm going to tell you in a second. But it's just all sorts of stuff. And sometimes they're like, oh, we found these zebras eating weed. It's like, it's just all sorts of stuff, but it's actually, it's usually some sort of real study or something, something along those lines. Um, very cool. You should totally sign up for those alerts. I follow them on Twitter too, but they are not very active on Twitter. Oh. So you should, you just should get, um, get the email sent to you. It's really interesting. There's usually at least like four or five that I do read. Some of them, like a lot of the receptor specific ones is usually more broad than in the cannabis sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they recently, <clears throat> did the study about migraines, which I have migraines. I get migraines also, and um, I have been plagued with them, and I actually, maybe too much information, I vomit a lot, and so it is actually hard for me to take a lot of, to take medicine for my migraines, and I kind of just have to, like, ride it out when it happens. And um, the... So I, but I've always been really interested in cannabis, how cannabis reacts with your migraines. And, um, I honest, I always heard that it helped, but then when I would smoke or I couldn't eat it, but like I could smoke it, which was why that was very appealing to me. Um, when I would smoke it, my migraine would get worse. Mm-hmm. It would... Um, or, or it would like set in more immediately. There's, they're always bad. Um, but it never seemed to help. And I always thought that it was supposed to. Yeah. And then they recently did the study and they found out that you, so they did different doses of THC and CBD. They found out just CBD did absolutely nothing for migraines. They found out that you needed a minimum of 100 milligrams of THC. I'm also, I'm a firm believer that things are different for everybody. And so this is just, like, if I ate 100 milligrams, I would die. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm a lightweight. I ate, like, 20 milligrams. I'm out for the night. And so I can't even imagine taking something that would be 100 milligrams of THC. Well, what would you do then? Is that why you should probably dab it? Oh my god, I what don't know. I don't even think I could do a dab that big. But I don't even know. Being, oh, but wait. But because the dab is so concentrated, though, couldn't you just take a couple dabs? Probably. I mean, I don't know what a dab is equivalent to milligrams. That's maybe... That's interesting. So probably... I want to finish this, but I want to get back to this because I do want to talk about that, but I just want to finish the study because it's your THC, CBD thing. Yeah, yeah. So they found out that you needed a minimum of 100 milligrams of just THC to have a migraine. 
but they found out if you had a minimum of like 50, it was like 50 or 75. I didn't read it for this. I wasn't anticipating this, but it was like 50 or 75 with any CBD, like one milligram of CBD, a thousand milligrams CBD doesn't matter, but you could just, if there was any CBD in there, the THC was so much more effective at, at managing migraines. And so is what it's I, because that was the my THC has to bond to those receptors. It helps you. Yep, <clears throat> helps it open and close everything, and that's exactly. It's so <clears throat> interesting, and I love, I love this industry because we get to learn this much. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate to me how they, they don't take this industry as seriously and give it as much care as it should. No, they don't, weren't you? You were telling me that you felt like, and one of my other friends, too, they are medically certified in this state to work in a retail store. Um, my friend, actually, they have to take a quiz. You guys have to take a quiz and do, like, continuing education and stuff. And she actually made that quiz into a game at, she had a, instead of a Tupperware party, she had a Tupperweed party. <laughs> Which was awesome, and us girls had a really good time, and more people should totally do that. <laughs> um, but she ended up making a game out of the questions that they literally were asking on the quiz. They and were horrible. They were horrible. I told you it was like a 16-year-old stoner wrote it. Like, mm-hmm. I know stoners get a bad rap, but it's insulting that they think that we're this dumb. Their questions are nothing but trick questions. Their answers, if they're not trick, excuse me, if they're not trick questions, then their answers are so goddamn ridiculous that obviously you would pick the right one or, or you're, or you're you're just calling you an idiot. Yeah. You know, like, it's... It is. It's foolish. It's crazy. It seems like, you know, the idea is there. We're, the idea is that we want to help people. This is to to further be able to assist these medical patients who got this medical <clears throat> cannabis taken from them. I can't imagine if I just came into having my medical card, honestly, after, like, talking to you about this. Yeah, and walking into one of those stores and expecting somebody to help me. I also, I think some bud tenders are real smug. That's why you find the ones you like, you keep going back. Yeah. You know? Come to me, come to me. And, yeah. No, exactly. (laughs) I like you. Well done. Um, (laughs) But it just... Yeah, I just feel like, and you would think that there was so much more, um, do you think that there would be so much more information available to you? But even, like, if you try to Google something, like, anything, you're, there's 30 websites that are gibberish and that, like, nobody knows what they're talking about, and... Well, yeah, and it's, like, everyone and their mother thinks they know everything about this plant, and... Honestly, no one knows everything. We don't get to know everything because they can't... Besides Israel, I mean, they're doing it in other countries. Oh, yeah. They're already doing it. And we have that information, and yet we compare that information to 
our pathetic synthetic cannabis studies. Oh my god, why did we start with endocannabinoid system? Sorry, that was really loud. Why? Just because why? of the synthetic cannabinoids? Well, we're going to get on so, all of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Sorry, we're kind of past you. the We're kind of past the endocannabinoid system. I we mean, are. like, besides moving into a whole nother episode in the future, like, we pretty right. much touched you guys kind of get an idea like how how we are built to ingest cannabis and unfortunately what's happening is they aren't testing it accurately so that because there there really are a lot of variables that's why people have bad reactions to cannabis that's why people Mm -hmm. get anxiety from cannabis that's why some people get relief from their anxiety from cannabis is because it's all in about gauging your body your endocannabinoid system how it works, and what works with it. And, I mean, I'm truly finding um, not as much my own personal experience, but a lot of, I got some coworkers right now really into mixing CBD and just about everything he's smoking and getting really awesome results from that. And I, I think he's really on to something with that as far as we can still get our little buzz, still mm-hmm. have our THC, sprinkle in a little of that CBD and just get maybe a little extra benefit out of that. Whatever that may be, like, even if that's just a little anxiety relief, I mm-hmm. feel like we all get it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Do you and feel... And everyone's stressed. Do you feel <laughs> like hemp CBD? Because this is a big... That's actually what I was going to ask. <laughs> I feel that way also. That's interesting but that you brought that like up too today. There's some people in even your stores, I don't know about your store specifically, but like in retail stores that are using hemp CBD in their things or, um, and like, well, wait, they are getting like complaints about it and stuff. They're carrying hemp CBD in a recreational store. A lot of those people, it's like half THC and half CBD is mostly hemp CBD. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they get it so good like that. They get, like, the crystallized just CBD, which is, like, 90% of the time from hemp. Like, we've tested it from Norway. Like, they buy that stuff from that's China. That's really interesting. But um, they've mixed it with THC. Yeah, but they've mixed it with, like, CO2 oil. Okay. Or just, like, straight CO2 oil. Now, see, now you're on to something, because I've never even it's thought cheaper, about that. So it's So, that I wonder, way. though, if it actually does, if you can actually still get a CBD benefit from that, because you're mixing it with the THC. I wonder the same thing. I have heard I feel anecdotally like that it's mildly different, because we had a customer who this was so when it was medical we had a customer who was making honey actually and he was using um cbd oil and thc oil and mixing it it was just medical so like regulation stuff didn't matter he was just mixing it and then selling it however it tested um but he did try to have just cbd and thc in it and um he ended up switching to his CBD oil source dried up when medical started going away, and he ended up buying some from China, some hemp CBD. His people apparently hated the new thing, even though he still did everything that he was doing with it before. Um, he was buying, like, you know, 
Well, yeah, I guess it would have to be different because hemp is different from cannabis. Like, it's it doesn't have the same chemical compounds as cannabis. Well, and then we're talking about, like, the synthetic stuff. Like, if it's still, like, chemically the same, it's still obviously acting different. So maybe even, like, these two CBDs from these two different things are chemically the same, but, like, acting different. Because, like, on the HPLC, it tests the same. Like, it looks like CBD. It's not like there's some weird peak somewhere else. Yeah. It's like still CBD. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, that's interesting. I just wonder if anybody complains about anything like that because I know there's a bunch of companies that do that. I know there's a bunch of companies that don't, but I know there's a bunch that do. You learn, like, with my job, you learn, like, what goes into products, actually. That's why I'm so (laughs) lucky I have you. For all the reasons, though. That's just why. And I don't think anything, like, I don't really think anything's wrong or right either. I just want people to be informed. I tell yeah. you that all the time. I think people are I so I just want people to be informed that, unfortunately, we don't get to be as informed as we should be. I know. The government's unfortunately, keeping Unfortunately, yeah, they are... Whoa. Oh, man. I feel like... I don't know if I have the energy to go into everything that I thought I wanted to touch on today. It's okay, we can do a part two. I feel like we probably should part two this, because I want to touch on... I want to touch on some stuff that's going to take some energy out of me. Yeah, we can still talk. I'm not saying we have to stop. But I just think what's coming is it's coming to the end of this. As far as the heavy hitting like medical conversation, like let's talk about this bubble Kush. I need to look something up really quick on my phone. Oh, we can also talk about Muggleluck McCluckins podcast and how I've been enjoying that. Totally. Shout out Bunny Ears. I know. Um, um, they've just been shouting out to Lindsay's favesy, Devin Sawa. What are you talking about? He's every girl our ages. Well, yeah, no, duh. He was Casper. Oh, I know. I loved him. I loved him. (laughs) I loved Casper. It's still one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's all good. Idle Hands. Idle Hands I love is Idle Hands. Oh my I watched gosh. that like twice this last Halloween. I, that's one of the more <laughs> scariest I'm allowed to watch because my husband hates scary movies. <laughs> but did he like that movies. one? Because that one's yeah. not really even that's scary. Why. It's, it's not scary. funny. I can watch Idle Hands at any time and it'll be okay. Exactly. Um, the... I know. Good old no, Bubba. And it's late. And it actually is late because I'm an old it's like woman. Ten thirty. No, I know. But I mean, I'm cool. I'm hanging in Me there too. for now. I, but I've been, I I've just, been staying up really late with my need for speed. Oh man, Lens, you're a badass. Need it's been a lot speeding. of fun. I should plug in that little um, PlayStation and do my what is it? I have Crash Bandicoot racing. Nice. <laughs> Do you know, we gave up on Crash Bandicoot because it got so hard. Yeah, I know. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, we like it. And then you can't get all, all those extra like, gems and nothing. shit. You're like, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. 
Crash Bandicoot, what have you done to my life? I know. No, he took over my life. Well, that usually happens to me. Kenny actually told me he's really impressed that I am so good at Need for Speed because I'm usually not good at video games or like we usually hit a point so that I, I literally can't play I remember it being really hard anymore. to play because we're not going to name his name because he doesn't deserve credit mm-hmm. in this podcast, but he played all the time and I couldn't play. It was so hard. It was so hard. Dude, I, it took me a little bit, but it is pretty good. I'm actually pretty good at drifting because one of my problems in those games is that I'm a super crazy driver. I drive in those games how I wish I could drive in everyday life. <laughs> I just like I'm like oh I need to go oh my there God. and I have just, heard like, go that. on a straight line. I have heard that like a million times. Trust me. <laughs> but this is how. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and now I get it. That's why I'm not I'm not allowed to drive Kenny's car. Like that's one of the reasons. He thinks that because I made some mention one time, well, we had bad incident one time, nothing really Uh-oh. bad happened, but it was like strike one and then strike two was I made some comment about how if I had, if I drove an SUV, I would just run over all the curbs because I hit curbs all the time. Okay. And so like I made some comment one time, I was like, oh my God, you hit a curb and didn't bottom out. I need an SUV. And so he's convinced <laughs> that I'm just going to like run over all the curbs and he's all the time like every time just because I leave, you think he's like you don't can. run over the curbs yeah oh my god I was like no it's it inevitably happens I actually have like a huge puncture mark in the bottom of my Hyundai because he actually ran over a curb and then when he came out hit the muffler and the muffler just like popped up and so I have this huge like hole just on the bottom of my bumper. Oh, but no. it was him. He was the one who permanently See? broke my car. So what the F? On the thing that was my He's problem. projecting. <laughs> just kidding, Kenny. We love you. Okay. So I wanted to touch on what this Bubba Kush and I feel like my si- similar app is telling me different things. Oh, I mean, not super different. Listen, not, not, not super different. It's just not exactly what... You know my phone. But Lindsay that. also had, like, several options for Bubba yeah, Kush. And I'm see. only being given one, so... Oh, my God. It says... The, the heaviest effect is relaxed, and I will definitely say I feel relaxed. And following... And not just because I'm tired, but, like, uh, I feel, like... I feel good. You're cool. Um, yeah. I am cool. Cool. Second runner-up to relax is happy. Okay. And I definitely feel happy. I definitely feel happy. Next up, sleepy. So, you know, I think, you know... I think... Despite uh, being fairly generalized, I'd say Bubba's on point. Mm-hmm. This Bubba's on point. Um, hungry... Wait, are you on the website we were discussing earlier that shall not be named on our podcast? Oh, yeah. Will you go to the other one? Uh, yeah. Is it... It's not an app, is it? Because I don't oh, have it. Oh, no. It's not an app. It's okay. just a website. Okay. Just look up, like, Bubba Kush, and then, like, those words. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. They're my jam, because they're the science people, but we're trying not to say any names today. Yeah, we don't feel like we need to name drop. 
I nope. mean, we want to... somebody wants to pay us to, we will, but... Oh, of course. <laughs> we want to we voice our opinions. We do. We want to voice our unbiased But we're not, like, and... we're absolutely not about bashing anyone or anything nope. in this industry. That's not what this we is about. We solutions. We... I am all about unity in the community, always. I, that's all I want it to be. It's, it's a rough industry, guys. Like... I've only been in a couple, two short years, and I've been through some shit Me with too. Lindsay here. Yeah. I mean, she's been through been a little bit rougher, mm-hmm. but not easy no matter what, so, uh, you know, we just gotta stick together. I know. But we also pretty soon have to start R&Ding Hazelnut dinners and reviewing them on our podcast we're gonna have to have a hazelnut cooking episode my dad wants us to single-handedly drive up the price of hazelnuts and that's the way to do it okay i think talk about it trying to make recipes and start a blog and stuff we need people to use more hazelnuts oh yeah oh yeah oh excuse me uh oh, the yawns are coming out of me. Mm-hmm. What is all this? Just let me get in. Oh my gosh, is it not working? See. Here we go. Okay, so Bubba Kush on this alternate to what I just read site says um, Bubba Kush is a heavy hitting indica strain. These flowers smell earthy and sweet with undertones of pine and citrus. That's like the exact opposite of the last thing I. It is. Sorry. And it's also the opposite of what I was just looking at because mine also said woody, earthy, and and something else. And now this one's saying piney and citrus. And I've actually never noticed a real piney or Or citrusy Bubba. Bubba. I've always thought Bubba's chocolatey. Like, I'm. I don't consider myself a sommelier. I've always kind of felt like there's an undertone, but the first Bubba I had was like a really good farm that is only exclusive to Spokane. Mm. And theirs was like the first experience I I had with Bubba. Well, I've probably smoked a little bit of Bubba. Oh. Earthy and chocolatey is how good Bubba should be. That's what that other one said. Okay. Alright, but this one's saying pine and citrus, so we're, you know, there is a thing called phenotypes. Yeah, Another thing we should touch true. on in a future. Yeah. But phenotypes, Another man, they're important. The and I guess you're right, I was reading a very specific strain from a very specific farm on the true. Bubba that I found. That is Because true that too. website wasn't working right. So, and anyways. So I, yeah, so that's something to keep in mind, though, is that... Phenotypes are going to vary depending on how it's grown, the environment it's grown. Who it's not even grown. like phenotypes. It's like, what is it grown in? What sort of nutrients do you get? There's all sorts of crazy stuff. What kind Absolutely. of lights? Because there's a light that is like beta pinene. There's a light that simulates beta pinene production specifically. That's wild. And like everything. Yeah, I think. I've never even heard of that. So this strain will leave users feeling an immediate head rush of euphoria while the intense relaxation of both body and mind creeps in over time. That's probably why we got carried away. <laughs> yeah, we got Our carried away died. and lost, <laughs> and uh, and then we had to stop at the edge of the woods because we were like, what's happening? <laughs> 
Should not go in the woods right now. Should not go. Stay out of the woods. (laughs) It's not safe in the woods. No, it's not. Bubba Kush may induce couch lock and drowsiness while also increasing appetite. And I have been wanting to eat something the whole time we've been talking. I've just been thinking about what I have that's sweet. Which is not much. I have gum in my purse. Oh my god, gum does not cut it for my sweet tooth. I know. But thank you so much. I'm thinking about is your Chrissy Teigen mac and cheese. And it was bomb. I always almost want to eat more. Thanks to you, I got that amazing Chrissy Teigen boo. Mm hmm. It's the best. Elliot has some, but I don't like any of that. I already ate the stuff I like. I know, because she doesn't like chocolate. Yeah, I just really, she, I don't, I do too. I, I really don't want like, Skittles. don't want Starburst. Mm-hmm. I already picked through the Starburst flavors I even like. I only like the red and pink ones. I only like the red. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the red, but I'll take the pink. <laughs> Actually, cherry flavored anything. Like Cherry I mean. flavored everything, please. Mm-hmm. Real cherries, cherry mm-hmm. flavors, I love it all. Mm-hmm. Call something cherry and I'll buy it. I love it. Me too. That Sailor Moon drink that I had at Mm. the bar the other day was like champagne and grenadine. And I was like, Like all of it. (laughs) Yeah, and then I had another one and then I got heartburn, but I kept drinking hardware beers the rest of the afternoon. So, did you have heartburn still? No, I took a Tums. The bubbles. That's All the right. I even like. The yawning. Thing. No, I know. Okay, Good bye guys. Good night. Fictional. Bye fictional people.